Welcome to the Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin, where to begin, grow, and aspire to become the best stylist you can be. Whether you're thinking about becoming a stylist, opening a salon, or developing your skills as an experienced stylist, the next step of your beauty career starts here. Each week, we'll discuss strategic ways to design, plan, and execute on becoming a stylist that excels behind the chair and above the bottom line. Here's your host, Tracy Franklin. You're a stylist and your clientele isn't growing. Why? Well, there are a few common reasons and they are really big. So as an early stylist, we believe that if we do good hair, we're all set. We're good. We got this. But there is so much more to it. And any seasoned stylist will attest clients want more and that more varies. So I'm going to give you two scenarios, okay? We've got two stylists doing two identical service plans on two different guests. One comes in, they're a little bit more reserved with their conversation, but they do incredible work. The color is on point. The tone and the hue is magic. This cut is laying flawless. I cannot believe how good my hair looks. I'm pretty happy, right? So then I go into another scenario, a stylist performing the same service where, you know, the work's pretty good. It may not be the best service I've ever had, but oh my God, we had so much fun. We laughed. She lavished me with compliments and made me feel so good about myself. And honestly, I really loved the way she styled my hair. So which one of these stylists do you see creating a lasting relationship with their client? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, retention is in the relationships. I'm going to say that again. Retention is in the relationships that you create with the clients that you serve. Okay. And consistency is important. It's so important. When a new client is on the books, we tend to go above and beyond. We know how important that first impression is. So we show up and we show out. But what about the next time? We're a little distracted. You know what? We're a little less on our game and we're just a little less impressive. Maybe we've got a good reason, but does that really matter to a client that we haven't bonded with? Do they really care? So we show up and we show out differently, not quite as good, but the client remembers that first amazing appointment. So they give it another shot. This third appointment is where they decide if you're their boothing, if you're their new hair girl. So delivering consistent results will eliminate any doubt in a skeptical client. Consistency in the service itself and consistency in the level of care and energy that we're bringing to that appointment. You also have to be consistent in your self-promotion. Social media is a great tool. I see people get on fire for it at times, like they're killing it. Incredible content, stuff that really stands out and engages people. But then you get semi-busy or semi-lazy, and for whatever reason, you skip a few days, a week, and now it's the algorithm's fault. What about those referral cards you used to hand out like crazy? Are they collecting dust on your station now? I feel like we get really caught up in having a million strategies around self-promotion. And don't get me wrong, marketing yourself is really important, but oftentimes we complicate things. We overcomplicate things. I promise you this, I could give you three really basic marketing ideas right now, 
And if you did those consistently every day for three months, you would see substantial growth in your business. Please understand it's not so much what you do, but the consistency in which you do it with. So why is it so hard for us to change things up? Like our strategy isn't even working and here we are paralyzed by doing the same thing every day, so afraid to change it. And we love a good comfort zone. Like that's the problem. It's how we're wired. We get attached to the way we have always done things and it's really hard to push past that. But pay attention to the evidence and don't do what you've always done or you're going to get the same results you've always gotten. This industry requires you to evolve, to ebb and flow with the changes and staying still is staying stuck. Social media should be part of every workday. Collecting content, posting regularly, and collecting inspiration are a few things that every stylist should do on top of taking care of their clients and creating beautiful hair. It's part of the job, and if you haven't been using it to its full advantage, the time is now. It's free, it's effective, and frankly, it's non-negotiable. So think about yourself as a consumer for a second. So the stylist who doesn't believe that social media works or that it can benefit their business or their clientele at all is the very same stylist sitting in the break room at work gobbling up content every chance they get. That's a double standard if you ask me. So what about the stylists that are like, hey, I just really hate social media and honestly, I just don't have time for it. Well, if this is you, it's time for a little self-reflection because frankly, I smell bullshit. Let's start with not having time. The truth is you're probably overthinking it. You're picturing yourself spending hours on this perfect post, canceling plans that you had because you just don't have the time to make this content and, and you never get to have any fun anymore. That is simply not true because the truth is, is that everything is content. So with a few cheap phone stands and recording props easily found on Amazon, you can create tons of content every day just doing what you're already going to be doing anyway, making hair magic. On one client alone, you can get six easy to execute posts, a before and after, an application tip, a processing pick, a video of your client's reaction to her new hair in the mirror, a styling tip, and a favorite product recommendation. Bam. You were already going to do that color anyways. The hair was already going to process anyways. The client was going to relax and you were going to style it and use these products. So all you're doing is getting content while doing something you'd already be doing. Easy peasy. And that's just off one client. So now you need to go in and to your schedule and you need to schedule one hour to polish and create your content, save it in drafts, and you have an entire week of content. Do not tell me you don't have time. Saying you don't have time is a cop-out, and I promise it is holding you back. Maybe you really just don't like social media, and that's okay. Here's an idea. Don't be on social media. If every time you scroll, you feel anxious or jealous or unworthy, then just don't scroll. If it doesn't interest you, then don't consume it. But you still have to create it. So designate a few minutes a day where you hop on, you make your post, you check a few messages and engage with those who have been kind enough to leave you a heart and support you and just be done with it. What about referrals? 
Well, asking for referrals is an incredible way to grow your client base, but you have to be really intentional about it. Don't just ask anybody to send you somebody or you're going to get stuck with cheap yet super picky Aunt Clara and someone's hellion of a four-year-old nephew. So ask your clients to send you people like them. And the conversation is simple. Hey, Susan, I hope you know how much I appreciate you and love doing your hair. I have a favor to ask. I'm still growing my clientele. And honestly, I would love to have more clients just like you. I'm going to give you these three referral cards. And if you could just take a moment and think of any friends or family members that might benefit from my services, would you please give them a card the next time you see them? I have went ahead and I've written your name down on these cards so that when they come in, you both receive a special discount just to show you my thanks. Boom. Now Susan is flattered. And because you basically named her your favorite client ever, she's more than happy to help. And you're way more likely to get an ideal client out of this exchange. The lazy stylist. (laughs) Well, what does this behavior look like? All right, I'm just going to call him like I see him. Lazy stylists drive me crazy speeding the whole way there. They might as well say, hey, boss, I hope you're willing to do all the work to make me better because I'm not really willing to work for this. Now, lazy stylist behavior looks like a dirty station, a ton of excuses, a lack of teamwork, and a permanent imprint of their ass on the break room chair. Truth telling, I have never seen a lazy stylist become wildly successful, not unless they're willing to change their ways. So what if you just need to take a break? Like if you're feeling like you just need a break already, well, I encourage you to ask yourself, what do you need a break from? Because if you're not putting your all into this career, the career you chose the career you vowed to love forever, then maybe you need a break from your excuses. But if you're giving it your all and you're really showing up every day and you're planting those seeds, then please take a break. You deserve it. And rest up, honey, because the harvest is coming. If you're lucky enough to have found the balance and you are taking those well-deserved breaks and you're still experiencing burnout, then maybe it's time for a mindset makeover. A shift might be necessary, and it's going to be up to you to make it so. Maybe it's time to immerse yourself in gratitude for all that you have and for all that's still to come. Maybe it's time to fall back in love with your craft and learn a new skill. And there's free education at your fingertips all day, every day. So please don't use money as an excuse for this one. What helps you reset and recharge? Get it done. Your future self is depending on you. It is not uncommon for a stylist to feel totally defeated at some point in their career, like you just don't know where to start. And if you really love something, you want to be great at it. And as humans, we're impatient. We want it now. We want it yesterday, actually. But there will be times when no matter how bad we want it, we are going to feel defeated. Not every day is going to be a success, and that's okay. Feel your feelings about it and then dust yourself off and get back at it. I've had stylists before that I honestly believe felt like the responsibility to bring in all the new clients was on me. Depending on what type of salon you work at, it may be the salon owner's responsibility to grow your clientele, but only partially. If you work in a commission salon like the one I own, then hopefully the salon owner feels a sense of responsibility to your growth, because I certainly do. 
but I cannot want this more than you. I cannot work harder at this than you do. So no matter where this career takes you, in the end, you are responsible for your success in this business and in life. I want to use a health coach as an example. You know, I've been seeing a personal trainer and he's great. He pushes me. He, he makes me work out, you know, a little bit harder than I would independently. He gives me some nutrition advice and, you know, some mindfulness exercises to do to keep my spirits up. But if I'm only going there two hours a week and then the rest of the time at home, I'm eating like crap. I'm not doing any of the things that he said I should do, taking any of his suggestions. Then how successful do you really think I'm going to be? And that is a perfect example why at the end of the day, it really does fall on you to show up and be who you were made to be in this industry. So how do we take accountability for ourselves? If we're ready to do that, and we're ready to stop shifting the blame onto everyone else, how do we do that? I mean, I feel like you can really blame anyone if you try hard enough. With enough denial, you could probably blame the mailman for being a broke stylist. But if you don't take responsibility next year, you'll be making the same excuses finding new people to blame. I like to think I'm a pretty realistic person, but I've played the blame game too. That client that didn't show up, that technique that didn't go right, the post that didn't get the reaction I was hoping for, it's all their fault. I've done plenty of wallowing and self-pity, and that's why I'm here right now with a bucket of ice water telling you to snap out of it and get back on the horse. When it comes to limiting beliefs, the one question we need to be asking ourselves is where's the evidence? Is there any evidence to support the fact that I'm a failure? The answer will always be no. You have to remember that bad days do not equal a bad life. And the lessons that we can learn from the mistakes we make add immense value to our careers. Last year, I assigned my team with the task of describing their perfect workday. I asked them to be as specific as possible. What clients would you serve? What works of art would you create? How much money would you make? And most importantly, how do you feel when you walk out that door at the end of the day? They loved this assignment. It helped them dig deep into what they really want a day in the life of them to look like. And I loved reading them. I was lit up. I was brought to tears by the fact that one of my stylists actually said, I've been lucky enough to have a lot of perfect days at locks. I encourage you to do the same thing. Make that statement, claim that day and read it day and night. Manifest that shit. You can't hit a target you can't see. So set your sights on a successful and fulfilling career. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin. If you enjoyed listening and you want to hear more, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. The Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin is a Morgan Franklin production. Today's episode was written and produced by Morgan Franklin. Editing and post-production by Mike Franklin. Want to find out more about Tracy and the Aspiring Barber and Beauty Academy? Go to AspireBarberAndBeauty.com.